Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, this is Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 21st of November and the 8th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our portion from the Torah is called Vayetze, which means he went out. And we're going to start today in Genesis 29, verse 18, through chapter 30 and verse 13. As we do in every episode, before we begin our readings, we take a moment first to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Yaakov was in love with Rachel, so he said, Let me serve you for seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. Lavan said, It's better that I give her to you than I give her to another man. Stay with me. So Yaakov worked for Rachel seven years, yet in his eyes it was like a few days because of his love for her. Then Yaakov said to Lavan, Give me my wife, for my days are completed, so I may go to her. So Lavan gathered all the men of the place, and he prepared a feast. When it was evening, he took his daughter Leah and brought her to him, and he went to her. Lavan also gave her Zilpah, his female servant, to his daughter Leah as a female servant. So when it was morning, behold, there she was, Leah. So he said to Lavan, What is this you've done to me? Wasn't it for Rachel that I worked with you? So why have you deceived me? But Lavan said, It's not done so in our place to give the younger before the firstborn. Complete the bridal week for this one, then we'll also give you this other, for work that you'll do with me another seven years more. So Yaakov did. He also completed this one's bridal week. Then he gave him his daughter Rachel to be his wife. Lavan also gave his daughter Rachel, his female servant, Bilha, to be a servant for her. Yaakov also went to Rachel, and indeed loved Rachel more than Leah. 
So he served with him for yet another seven years. Now the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, so he opened her womb. But Rachel was unable to conceive. Leah became pregnant and gave birth to a son and named him Reuven, because she said, For the Lord has seen my affliction. Surely now my husband will love me. Then she became pregnant again and gave birth to a son and said, For the Lord heard that I am hated, so he's given me this one also. And she named him Shimon. Then she became pregnant again and gave birth to a son and said, Now this time my husband will join himself to me because I've given birth to three sons for him. For this reason he was named Levi. Then she became pregnant again and gave birth to a son and said, This time I praise the Lord. For this reason she named him Yehuda. Then she stopped having children. When Rachel saw that she bore no children for Yaakov, Rachel was jealous of her sister. So she said to Yaakov, Give me sons. If there are none, I'll die. But Yaakov became furious with Rachel and said, Am I, instead of God, the one who withheld from you the fruit of the womb? So she said, Here is my maidservant Bilha. Go to her and let her give birth on my knees, so that from her I may also build a family. Then she gave her maidservant Bilha to him for a wife, and Yaakov went to her. Bila became pregnant and gave birth to a son for Yaakov. So Rachel said, God has judged my cause and also heard my voice and given me a son. Therefore she named him Dan. Then Rachel's female servant became pregnant again and gave birth to a second son for Yaakov. So Rachel said, I have surely wrestled greatly with my sister. Also, I've won. So she named him Naphtali. Now Leah saw that she stopped having children. So she took Zilpah, her female servant, and gave her to Yaakov as a wife. Then Zilpah, Leah's female servant, gave birth to a son for Yaakov. Leah said, How fortunate! So she named him Gad. Then Zilpah, Leah's female servant, gave birth to a second son for Yaakov. Leah said, How happy I am, for daughters have called me happy. So she named him Asher. That was Genesis twenty nine eighteen through thirty verse thirteen. Today's portion from the prophets is Judges nineteen. Usually, when we get to Judges chapter nineteen, I like to give a little disclaimer that some of the things read about are very not suitable, maybe for smaller children. So. If you have your little ones around you and you don't feel comfortable with them hearing this chapter, I would just pop in some earbuds or maybe pause this section and come back and listen to it when you're by yourself. All right, here goes Judges 19. Now in those days, 
there was no king in Israel. There was a certain Levite dwelling in a remote part of the hill country of Ephraim, who got himself a concubine out of Bethlehem in Yehuda. But his concubine played the harlot against him and went away from him to her father's house to Bethlehem in Yehuda, and was there for a period of four months. Then her husband arose and went after her to speak kindly to her to bring her back. He had his servant and a pair of donkeys with him. So she brought him into her father's house, and when the father of the young woman saw him, he was glad to meet him. His father-in-law, the young woman's father, kept him staying with him three days, eating, drinking, and lodging there. Now on the fourth day, they woke up early in the morning, and he rose up to depart. But the young woman's father said to his son-in-law, Strengthen your heart with a morsel of bread, and afterward you may go. So the two of them sat down and ate and drank together. Then the young woman's father said to the man, Please be willing to spend the night, and let your heart be merry. Then the man rose up to depart, but his father-in-law urged him, so he lodged there again. Then he woke up, early in the morning on the fifth day, to depart. But the young woman's father said, Please strengthen yourself and tarry until afternoon. So both of them ate. And when the man rose up to depart, he and his concubine and his servant, his father-in-law, the young woman's father, said to him, Behold now, the day is waning toward evening. Please spend the night. Behold, the day is drawing to a close. Lodge here and let your heart be merry. Then tomorrow get up early for your journey so that you may go home. But the man would not spend that night. So he rose up and departed and came to a place near Jebus, that is, Jerusalem. And with him were a pair of saddled donkeys and his concubine. When they were near Yevus and the day was almost gone, the servant said to his master, Come, please, and let us turn aside into the city of the Jebusites and lodge in it. But his master said to him, We will not turn aside into a city of foreigners who are not of Bnei Israel. Let us go on to Giv'ah. Come on, he said to his servant. Let's try to reach one of these places. We'll spend the night in Giva or in Rama. So they passed on and went their way, and the sun went down on them near Giva, which belongs to Binyamin. Then they turned aside there to enter and lodge in Giva. When he went in, he sat down in the town square, for there was no one who took them into his house to spend the night. Now behold, an old man was coming from his work in the field at evening. The man was of the hill country of Ephraim, but dwelled in Giv'ah, while the rest of the men of the place were Benjamites. When he lifted up his eyes and saw the wayfaring man in the open square of the town, the old man asked, Where are you going, and where do you come from? We are passing from Bethlehem of Yehuda, he said to him, to the remote part of the hill country of Ephraim, for I am from there, and I went to Bethlehem of Yehuda. But now I am going to the house of the Lord, yet no one has taken me into his house. 
Nevertheless, there is both straw and fodder for our donkeys, and also bread and wine from me, your handmaid, and the young man that is with your servants. There is no lack of anything. The old man said, Shalom to you. Let all your needs be on me. Only don't spend the night in the open square. So he brought him into his house and gave the donkeys fodder, and they washed their feet and ate and drank. While they were making their hearts merry, behold, some worthless men of the town surrounded the house. Pounding the door, they shouted to the owner of the house, Bring out the man that came into your house, they said to the old man, so we may have relations with him. But the man, the owner of the house, went out to them and said to them, No, my fellows, please don't do this evil. After all, this man has come into my house. Don't commit this disgraceful deed. Look, here is my virgin daughter and his concubine. I will bring them out to you now, and you may abuse them and do to them whatever pleases you. But don't do such a degrading thing to this man. But the men would not listen to him. So the man seized his concubine and brought her out to them, and they raped her and abused her all the night until morning. When dawn broke, they let her go. As the morning came, the woman came and fell down at the doorway of the man's house, where her master was, until it was full daylight. When the master rose up in the morning, opened the doors of the house, and went out to go his way, Behold, the woman, his concubine, had collapsed at the doorway of the house with her hands on the threshold. Get up, he said to her, and let's go. But there was no response. So he placed her on the donkey. Then the man got up and went to his place. Now when he entered his house, he took a knife and laid hold of his concubine and cut her limb by limb into twelve pieces and sent her to all the territory of Israel. So it was that everyone who saw it said, Nothing like this has ever happened or been seen since the day that Bnei Israel came up from the land of Egypt to this day. Think it over, take counsel, and speak up. That was Judges 19. Now our portion from the writings is Psalm 40. For the music director, a psalm of David, I waited patiently for the Lord. He bent down to me and heard my cry. He brought me up out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. Then he set my feet on a rock. He made my steps firm. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear and trust in the Lord. Blessed is the one who puts his confidence in the Lord, who has not turned to the arrogant, nor to those who fall into falsehood. Many things you have done, Lord my God. Your plans for us are wonderful. There is none to be compared to you. If I were to speak and tell of them, they would be too many to count. Sacrifice and offering you did not desire. 
My ears you have opened, burnt offering and sin offering you did not require. Then I said, Here I am, I have come, in the scroll of a book it is written about me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Yes, your Torah is within my being. I proclaim good news of righteousness in the great assembly. Behold, I am not shutting my lips. Lord, you know. I did not hide your righteousness within my heart. Rather, I declared your faithfulness and your salvation. I did not conceal your loving kindness and your truth from the great assembly. Lord, do not withhold your compassions from me. Let your mercy and your truth always protect me. For evils beyond number surround me. My sins have overtaken me. I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head, and my heart fails me. Lord, please deliver me. Lord, come quickly to help me. Let those who seek my life to sweep it away be put to shame and humiliated. Let those who wish me evil be turned back in disgrace. Let those who say to me, Aha, aha, be appalled over their own shame. Let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let those who love your salvation continually say, Lord, be magnified. But I, I am poor and needy, yet my Lord is mindful of me. You are my help and my deliverer. O oh my God, do not delay. That was Psalm 40. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Mark chapter 1, verses 1 through 20. The beginning of the good news of Yeshua HaMashiach ben Elohim. As Isaiah the prophet has written, Behold, I send my messenger before you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, and make his path straight. Yohanan appeared, immersing in the wilderness, proclaiming an immersion involving repentance for the removal of sins. All the Judean countryside was going out to him, and all the Jerusalemites. As they confessed their sins, they were being immersed by him in the Jordan River. Yohanan wore clothes made from camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. After me comes one who is mightier than I am, he proclaimed. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the strap of his sandals. I immersed you with water, but he will immerse you in the Ruach HaKodesh. In those days, Yeshua came from Nazareth in the Galil and was immersed by Yohanan in the Jordan. Just as he was coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens ripping open and the Ruach as a dove coming down upon him. And there came a voice from the heavens, You are my Son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. 
That instant, the Ruach drives him into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness forty days, being tempted by Satan, and he was with the wild beasts, and the angels were taking care of him. Now, after Yohanan was put in jail, Yeshua came into the Galil, proclaiming the good news of God. Now is the fullness of time, he said, and the kingdom of God is near. Turn away from your sins and believe in the good news. Passing along by the Sea of Galil, he saw Shimon and Shimon's brother Andre casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Yeshua said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. Going a little farther, he saw Yaakov, the son of Zavdai, and Yohanan, his brother, who were in their boat mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zavdai in the boat with the hired hands and followed him. That was Mark 1, verses 1 through 20. If you are reading through the Apostles twice in this year's reading cycle, you would also read Romans 16 today. Well, that concludes our readings for this episode. I pray that the Word of God is an encouragement to you and that you would hide the words of God in your heart and that it would strengthen your spirit and bear much fruit in your life. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.